Welcome, everybody. You ever feel like your life is just too complicated? There's too much family drama going on? You don't know who you love sexually and who you're related to? Sometimes it's both. Welcome to the attic. It's Mises Peasies. Excuse me, we have a, a visitor. A visitor. A dear a, visitor. A dear attic visitor. Um, it do be chilly. Can you see? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. So this is our video podcast uh, to celebrate our six-month podcast <laughs> That was like a voo kind of voo-voo-zuela. You were like a trombone air horn. I'm talking about a tromboner like that. It was ecstatic and glistening. Um, <laughs> so here we do be in the attic with you. Um, we're gonna take this audio. If you don't, ever, if you don't consume your podcast via YouTube, um, don't worry. We're still gonna put it on all of our regular channels. Which you're probably hearing. I mean, who knows? <laughs> we don't know. Um, this is the future. Right now, it's not what time it is there, but it is a different time now. Right um, now, when you're watching it, this is the past. So, as a special time in our lives, we decided to do what, what used to be the standalone book. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that was kind of, I thought that was an interesting, like, oh, it'll be like a one-off. We need to do something special for the one-off mm-hmm. video podcast, six-month anniversary. It was very mm-hmm. cohesive until you th- remember there's a prequel. Um, or it, sequel. It's a sequel. It's a sequel, sequel. Yeah, it is. So, Anywho. without further ado, bringing us to... This is, uh, this is Tia. Oh, these are Katie's. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to try to keep it uh, for everyone. We're not going to do a lot of visual gags, hopefully. For someone who's just listening, I'm not going to do like a lot of... I can't be prepared to not do that when we do that when they can't see Fair. us anyways. I guess, okay, it's not It's not. That's the point of a video. Yeah. We're fighting. I'm going to get divorced. How do we... How do... Am I supposed to look look at you the whole time? I don't fucking know. We'll do it. How Should do- I look directly at this the whole time? Camera two. I was, I was, camera one? Camera two. It's camera three. Camera There's one? no camera, camera three. Just great. Okay. <laughs> I was just picturing it how we normally do yeah, it. Yeah, I was just trying to be funny. Thanks Is for it? like shitting on my face. <laughs> So this brings us to this episode's content creator, my sweater drama. I am disappointed that the copy, I, neither of the copies we got were the, Have little, the, step back. the step back little window boy. Mine is mine from my teen years where the entire front and back cover are ripped off. Oh, it's a paperback? They are ripped off. Oh, but but it was paperback. It was a paperback. Not a hardback missing covers. No. Ooh. Just just ripped off. Binding torn. Maybe I did it after I borrowed it. I was just so No. I don't get it. Okay. I'm shitting on my jokes. Ah! <laughs> uh so here at Doobie. Here at Doobie. Um some of you might be familiar with this one. I think that besides flowers, like this is this, a, the no one that people have heard about, um, I was excited to read it again, but yeah. then I was like, "The uncomfy, <laughs> VC Andrews comfortable, very, yeah, I get it. The joke is there. We just need to flesh it out a little bit. So let's flap it. It's an actual flap this time. It's an actual flap, like a double flap, continued on back flap. I think that 
I wonder if that is like my edition of Dawn where the flap was different than the soft boy. Perhaps. Sometimes you gotta have soft boys and sometimes you have hard boys. Flap away. I will. <clears throat> my sweet oh <laughs> Beautiful Audrina Adair spends her childhood feeling haunted by her namesake, an older sister who was raped and murdered on her ninth birthday. Audrina often experiences visions of the unspeakable evil her sister suffered. Her father, a man obsessed with the perfection of his first daughter, keeps Audrina hidden at home and forces her to sit for hours in her dead sister's rocking chair as if to absorb the dead child's goodness. One day, Audrina manages to slip out of the house and meets Arden Lowe, a handsome older boy. As the years pass, their secret friendship blossoms into love. But the nightmare that has plagued Audrina's childhood does not divulge its shattering truth until her wedding day. That's not accurate. Fucking spoiler alert. But also, not accurate. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like maybe, and we'll get there. She's we'll get there. Um, now, listen. <laughs> so, there's that. And, um... So you had read this prior to now, yeah? Yeah, I borrowed it after you read it, like a thousand, a thousand high school years yeah, yeah, ago. Yeah. yeah. So we both knew. She would tell. I guess they just said it. No, they didn't. Okay. Okay. No. The reason for the thing. Uh, okay. So here we are. It's fine. Shh. No, honey. We <laughs> <laughs> can't edit that out. Um, Good. We try. But we're not going to try. The reason why Audrina's memory is full of holes. So you, we both knew why. Yeah, so you don't we, know yet, though. Should we talk about it now or no. wait till we get there? Okay, then I'll, I'll revisit my feelings. I don't know if we should talk about it now. Because that, that really taints what I have, <laughs> what I have to say. Uh, we'll play it by dongle. Um, so we open up. No, I feel, because I made notes that like kind of reference the fact of like how. Exactly, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, child rape and electric shock therapy. Yeah, there's only one Audrina. She like she's the book opens. I'm and sorry, she's child like, gang rape. Jesus Christ, gang rape. Content warning. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> you can't not. What am I not going to say? It. You can say assault. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, we, we're just throwing in here Audrina's seven, so she thinks, and she's like, uh. I never know what day it is. Clocks this, are all messed up. The clocks that. are messed up and my memory's full of holes and I never know what day or month or week it is. Yep. And we're... we're oh, that's so fucking weird. Her parents were like, yeah, you had this sister who died on her ninth birthday. And then exactly nine, nine years, years later, before you were born. And we named her and you the same name. Um, time doesn't exist. No one has an age. Papa was a Yankee born but Southerner by preference. Hmm. Yeah, I had that same note. I was like, what is that even supposed hmm. to mean? Like, I think it means that V.C. Andrews was like a Virginia lady and she, this, and now I'm giving a side eye to just, just thinking about this. Like, is she like sneaking in some like secret confederacy? I don't know. I just don't know. I, <sighs> who knows? I mean, we don't know. In the last book we read, there was some like real dumb. Darkest Hour. Yeah. yeah, there's some really foolish uh, confederacy bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
So maybe, I don't know, or maybe she's been well, on both sides. I, I kind of, I'm, I'm an author from here, so I got to appeal to the North and the South. I don't know. Anyways, in this year, uh, in this year, in this book, I too do not know what year it is. No, who, who would? There, I mean, it really wasn't. And very well written in that it very felt, it very felt ethereal. Yeah. So let's just say we're back with Virginia Andrews. Yeah. It's and because the last one that we did was the Cutler, which was the whole Niederman from start to finish. Yep. Like, it was a very stark change. N- n- good or bad, it didn't matter. It was just different. Yeah, and it's interesting because, like, you know, same content, but just like some of the nuances are definitely nuances. That's definitely what different. I'm looking for. I think um, Niederman isn't as skilled at using the same exact words nineteen times in a sentence. <laughs> That was shady. There's a, so they're in a big old like Victorian mansion. The home is surrounded by woods and a river, very gothic. Um, I see your first, do you want, okay, uh, yes. And then, so there's a family unit and. Yeah, oh, so it's Audrina, mom, mom, mama, we have a mama. We have mama. How do you mama. pronounce her name? Right? Is Luc- it a soft Luc- C or a hard C? Lucetta? Because you would see like Lucetta. Okay, Lucetta, like kind of Italian-y. Kind of like a... But it's like white fern is not Italian. Lucetta, like a like a prosciutto? Prochetta. Prochetta. They also call her Lucky. I think I think just Damien, though, does. Yeah, as a kind of a... Lucetta? I don't know how to pronounce it, actually. I meant to check. Anyways... Papa Damien and then their aunt Elsbeth and cousin Vera. Cousin Vera, who is a couple of years older than Andrina. How old? We don't know for a very long time. Varying ages. She just makes up an age that she is. Oh, yeah. She's always like, I'm 20 today. Yeah. I'm 16 today. Yep. And um, they, everyone in town, like, they. It's like the village. The village is like one person. Yeah, like, the they can't let the village know. White that. Fern is the Mance and the White Fern family. Um, D- Adair is their last name because of Papa. Yeah, but White it's White Fern, the home and grounds and family time. Yeah, and uh, like the surname, like yes, yes, yeah. surname as well. Um, so what you got here? <laughs> Uh, but by the way, they, they have to pretend like Vera is Audrina's sister because, uh, like, apparently having a being a single mom, oh, whatever year God. this is, it, it was it, it was to protect it everyone. Was, it was to protect everyone. To protect everyone. Everyone. Everyone's everything. Yep. Um, there was just like a really descriptive yeah. of the home stained glass, stained glass everywhere, everywhere. antiques and chaise longes. <laughs> chaise longes. <I'm> <laughs> um, how many? I I also maybe it's because I can't. I don't have a visual mm-hmm. projector. Seems cluttered as shit. I, I don't know. In my mind, it's just one to two rooms. Because they only talk about being in, like, the room and revival yeah. room, the dining room, the kitchen. This is a three-room house to me. <laughs> but there's wings. There's, like, antechambers. I get it. I get oh, it from the outside. But from the inside, it's just three rooms. 
Um, they keep everything. It's a weird kind of hoarding situation. They think it's that a these weird like kind of hoarding situation. it is like they someone think, needs like, to call somebody. Like hey, like if we just save newspapers forever, then our descendants will make a fortune. Like they didn't throw that anything does, out. That's not worth. It that's, was don't really, do that. That's not worth anything. <laughs> uh, there's also bare bosoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Adrina's talking about how like there's kind of like this Art Deco style and there's like Edwardian shit, but she talks about all of these uh, paintings that are everywhere and. Um, a thing that she noted that I noted. Bare bosoms of impressive proportions protruded brazenly in every room of our house but mine. George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and several other dead-eyed presidents gazed day after day at the naked lady lying on a chaise across the way as she forever dropped grapes into her gaping mouth. Her gaping hole? It's this a hole. A... <laughs> our protagonist is seven Quarter right now. Yeah. It's just like a very... Very mm. not seven. That's a very not seven thing to think. The seven-year-olds think about brazen bosoms? Uh, there is a witchy flaxen hair with so many colors. Yeah, chameleon hair? What do, I don't understand. They're like, it's ice blonde and some... It's ice blonde, white, brown, black. red, black, of all the colors. It's like, it's like Skittles. You can taste the rainbow with it. Apparently, like, depending on the light, this hair can be any color. I don't understand if that's a metaphor for something. Like, it is such a weird thing that, yep. like... And her mom also has the same hair. Chameleon hair. Chameleon hair. I um, don't know what that... Speaking of the house... How can you have a, a rich brown... Rich brown flax. And, and a white. Rich brown flax. Um, it's my favorite horse. It's noted that there's a, no, there are no, no brick fireplaces. Uh, gas lamps. Just huffing gas, doing whippets. Yep. Because they're like, oh, gaslighting is so romantic. Um, is gaslighting? Oh, my God. Yep. Um, I, I, I realized in this book that almost every single dad, like after we got away from uh, Chris, the Christophers, <laughs> all the dads are like huge with like dark hair and like bronze skin and like the biggest boots you've ever seen the biggest boots always you can hear their boots go, from go, towns go, over go, 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 go. um lots of shoulders very strong snap a twig with your eyes sort he of men he is a hulking daddy yeah. but he's also scared of aging like Jillian <laughs> the hulking daddy <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna google that later <laughs> that okay um that's like some slash pick um yeah, he's terrified of aging. I know. I thought that was a really cool um, mm-hmm. level area, angle, side. Yeah. That we haven't really seen a male character have so much. Like, we've had kind of some fussier gentlemen, but yeah. not this guy. It was just like, you better make sure my nails are buffed and, like, yeah. and my massages. Zero gray's hairs. And, yeah. um, so we have, that's Papa, Mama. Mommy? Mama? I don't actually remember exactly how she referred to Mama. M-O-M-M-A. Um, very beautiful. High full breasts, I'm sure. Jiggly. Jiggly titties. They all are. They are in the prime of the jiggle. Pianist. Uh, could have been a concert pianist, if not for marrying Damien Adair. Um, so, opposite to her is who? Aunt Elspeth. And she is a... Yeah, she is a... Apparently, a, you know... Damien said Ellie was born to be some man's slave. I also notated that. It's cute. So that's a cute one. Also, Mama Mama referred to Daddy as a dandy and a fop because he liked to have his shit in place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
The way I wrote that, woof, born to be a man's slave. Um, yeah, what the f- They have Tuesday tea times where Mama and Aunt Elspeth just fucking bitch at each other. I love that. So what they do- Mercy Marie. Oh my God. Who, what was her thing? Like, she was like, went to like Africa to like bring them Jesus. Yeah. And then- Yeah, brought you some Jesus. (laughs) They either ate her or fucked her. They They stuffed her in some capacity. (laughs) Don't know which. She's full of it. What it is? Shit. They're like, oh, you're like some cannibal made her the soup. And then dad's like, oh, she could just be like some fat chief's wife. Like, why is it only one or the other? <laughs> He's like, oh, fat women are prized there because they're so spindly in Africa where they're starving. They're like fat ladies. Honk. Um, so anyway, so they take out like the photograph and put it on the piano and then have tea that is laced. Laced with bourbon. And I feel like, didn't they give some to Audrina too? No, they gave her they gave her Regular. a Coke with two ice cubes. Oh, that's nice. A little cola, a little cola drink. Some pop, if you will. So it was at least 18-something. <laughs> and they, they will talk for Aunt, uh, Aunt Mercy Marie. Marie. Yeah. And be like, if I was like, oh, dear, what are you wearing for a sweater? And I'd be like, don't do that, Aunt Mercy Marie. It looks very nice. What are you saying about my sweater? It's as an example. So that's what it was. Just fucking laying into each other. You're like, oh my God, you look like you have some new wrinkles and stuff. And the other one's like, you're just jealous because you can't fuck my man. And Yes. Um, lots of that. Sure. Uh, Elsbeth does like all the scrubbings in the giant house. And Mama does the cooking because Papa Damien demands gourmet meals. And she's a gourmet chef. That's so weird. Yep. So... First impressions I have are that both women are flawed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, Elsbeth is kind of a, a dickhole. Mm-hmm. And then... She's like in the, uh, like, the Miss Emily sort of... Yes. But not quite. Not, not with that super religious overtone. Yeah. But she talks shit to Vera a lot. But then Mama, like, really is like, oh, your own mother can't love you? I love you. And, like, yeah. like really works to drive that wedge. So everyone flawed, which is cool. Um, They go... Oh, yeah, you got, I think, a little bit before I do. Yes. Yeah, they, they visit... Yeah. <laughs> right there. Oh. Okay. Um, so her parents, but especially Papa, is obsessed with... Second Audrina being like the first and best Audrina, capital F, B there. And um, he just wants Audrina to like just be an empty pitcher so that she can be filled with her dead sister's gifts. And he's like, sit in this rocking chair and sing these weird songs, songs and have some flashbacks. What, 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 what do you think was going to happen? He's like, let me erase your memory and then convince you that you're not who you were. Yeah, so here's where we talk about it, is that upon first reading and as a teen, you're like, ooh, like what's happening? This is like spooky. And then you read the end where it's like he gave his child electric, electric shock therapy, one treatment. Um, and as an adult, you're like, of course she doesn't have it. She, she talks about her Swiss cheese memory. Mm-hmm. Literally, yes. Mm-hmm. Super uncomfy. Like... It, I didn't feel that sense. I'm not going to say wonderment, but it was like the first one was like, ooh, like what's that? Like this is like, wow, what is it? It's like dishy and it's mysterious. Mm-hmm. I was just like. Yeah, knowing knowing now what you know now, 
reading it through again, you're just like heartbroken for this whole situation because also like her dead sister, her room is like it's a kept it's like a, a shrine. shrine and has all of these like stuffed animals and toys and dolls and stuff that she doesn't have. So like they were just they took her memory and her stuff and like her, and her stuff and her stuff. I don't. So they go visit the grave like every, every week Sunday after church. And Papa's like, She's special. You're special. We're all special. <laughs> um, he's like, Look at this grave. There lies my best and first Audrina. And then Audrina's like, Why can't I just be me? And you're reading it and you're like, But you are you. God damn. Oh, I'm so upset right now. Mm-hmm. You think you're seven. <laughs> I mean, I think she's, she was nine at the time. How much time elapsed also? It was about, I think he said it was 17 or 18 or 19 months. Oh, yeah, 17 months. So it's about a year and a half to make her forget everything. Okay. And then go on from there. Okay. Um, let's talk about Vera for a hot sec because uh, she has apricot colored hair. Sure. I'm picturing like if you're like, like a picture in my head, but with like a dried apricot. Like, so that's I what I was picturing. So I was picturing. <laughs> she was like, okay. Apparently people in this book have hair that no one has Can ever, ever yep. seen. And just delicate bones. Very delicate bones. She's glass man like um, Samuel Jackson in the uh, Unbreakable Split and Glass. Books? Yep. Books? That's it. She will, Films. like, trip and fall and break her everything. <sighs> yeah, she just... Uh, bu- 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 Oh, yeah. Uh, she's a glass man. Uh, pale apricot hair unlike any other color. So she goes up into this cupola where... Cupola? Cupola? Cupola. Cupola. The roundy boy. They have it at White Fern. Shooting up to the round boy. And Audrina likes to hang out up there and, like... She's on the... dolls. She's a, she said that she's on the turkey rug. And I'm like, not Turkish rug? <laughs> like, is it a... Is, is that it a different thing? I, I, is, I, is, I like in picture is like, you know, when you look like a bear rug, but it's oh. a turkey. <laughs> it's just got like shitty hand turkey as a pattern. No, it's just thinking you just like take the bones out and it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> it's very squishy. <laughs> um, so there's like this winding spiral staircase that goes up there. She likes to play with these paper dolls. Um, and then she's like, I think I remember having boy dolls and man dolls. Why don't I have a girl dolls now? Weird. And then Vera's like, Yeah, give me all those. And she's like, no, you're going to spoil them. And so she like runs away and then Vera falls down the fucking stairs and gets a compound fracture. Yes, yes, she do be. Ugh. There's no time there or calendar. There's shifty answers. Audrey would be like, well, what fucking day is it? And they're like, oh, you're so crazy. Yeah. What do you think it is? It's crazy. It was it's not that day. It's a different day. Like, oh my god, that didn't happen yesterday. That was months ago. She was that like, that was weeks ago. She was like, all of a sudden, it was Christmas. It was weird. That does sound weird. Sedatives were involved, correct? Yes, yeah. they like they would like have her take like multiple naps and then wake up and be like, Audrina, that was weeks ago when you did X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. Um, Vera brings Audrina porno pics. Yep, she just like fucking dumps a bag of porn. Like cut out, like just like imagine, like you get like a like a hostla. Yeah, and you just rip rip the vulvas out and just make it rain. <laughs> rip the vulvas out. Oh, I have like a sting in my twanger now. 
My whammer? My whammer. Yeah. <laughs> How could you forget? I'm just picturing like a waxing strip and he's like <laughs> Pubes. Um and Papa is like, eat them! Yeah. yeah what the fuck? Because she like dumps it out. She's like, I've got a school bag with her name on it. She's like, I'm so confused. And she like goes, because she like thinks like, oh my God, Vera's going to be my friend. <laughs> it hurts me. So And many. then like they're just covered in glue. So like stuck all over her hands. <laughs> How can you stick it to glue, but not be when you open the bag? It'd be stuck to anything in the bag. I don't know. It's a special glue that's only activated when a child touches it. <laughs> no, it, it knows. It's a child's it, No, if a grown up touches it, it's like, oh, I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. stick. We've got our best scientists on this. Um, yeah, so then he's flipping out, and then he's like, ah, he tries to make Vera eat them, which is fucking hilarious, actually. I mean, it was terrifying. But also fucked up. Yeah, it was so fucked up. And he was like, eat them. And she's like, what? Why would you make me do that? And then he's like, I know it wasn't you, my sweet Audrina. Some girls are born to be what Vera is. What is she? What is she at? Like. 11, 12. What is something. she? She's a very slutty child. Uh, we got our we got our fanny, we got our fern, we got our Vera. And then and then Papa's like sit in the rocking chair and she's like, I will that will you and they just fucking stare at each other. Mm-hmm. He needs um Audrina to trust and believe in him like the first Audrina did so he can feel clean. This is this is all about and Papa says he's like, I couldn't handle the trauma of your rape. Yeah. Okay. Oh, because like she was like, she gonna... was also trying to like jump out of the cupola, but whatever. Yeah, she was actually a child that got sexually assaulted. Um, yeah, rocking yeah. chair time brings back the first Adrian's ninth birthday, and three boys assaulting her in the woods. Time is slippery. It goes from like Christmas to Valentine's, and it's Tuesday, and she's like, "Wasn't it just Tuesday?" They were talked about later on that they would do Tuesday tea times multiple times a week yeah. to kind of like speed up. Um, Vera starts rocking in the chair. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm going to get the gifts. And then Audrina's like, great, because I don't want to fucking I want these fucking gifts. Chair. Um, actually, I think they talked about tea times because I had more notes about tea times. I wrote, this shit talking tea party is wild. I do love those. <laughs> and yeah. then I wrote, the, the library, library is open. Uh, and there's what? Fundamental. And then I, I, here's the quote. Fat women are prized in primitive societies. Thank you. It's a fact from... The dictionary. Yep, I think so. <laughs> you can find this fact in the Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> Encyclopedia V.C. Andrews. Um, Andrews. The piano. She has a piano teacher past. Mama does, but uh, Papa needed her to be a virgin. So she. I think she was like, "Oh, I should have let my piano teacher fuck me or whatever." Mm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Papa. For Papa, cleanliness is next to godliness. An- another little little. Tropage. Yeah. Yep, a little tropage. Uh, new neighbors. New oh. neighbors. They're like, hey, is that, is that? I, I'm just, I kind of write some stuff. I write stuff down because I don't want to forget it as I go. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. There's new neighbors. White Fern is noted yeah. to be in disrepair and there's back taxes. Yada, yada, yada. So it's kind of like falling apart and they have a cottage that they rent out. Yeah, no one's lived in there since like the gardener who had lived there like died or moved away or both moved away and died. I don't know. 
Um, and also, before we meet the new neighbors, uh, Mom is pregnant again, and Papa notes, this time it will be a boy. This time it will be a boy. This time it will be a boy. <laughs> I've already got two daughters. Mm. Now I need I a mean, son. Mm. Yes. Um, I wrote, Arden Lowe sounds like a department store beauty line. The new parfum from Arden Lowe. <laughs> Quite kind of sounded like a like a lawyer firm. Oh, Arden call and, Arden Low. Arden and Arden Billy and Low. <laughs> oh, Billy and Ar- Billy Arden and Low. Yeah, something like that. Um, so, for someone who's been warned about the woods for like her whole life, Audrina certainly bust into the woods at first. The chance. second, the second. But also, like, she's only well, but she thinks she's only known this house, and she's so like, people yeah. are fucking lying to me. I know I'm like, she's like seven question mark about herself, like. Multiple times. She's like, a girl of seven? Um, so, yeah, she gets the fuck out of there. She's like, different people? They're different people? Different, are different people! They, both, they live in this world, too. So she skulks over there and, like, she kind of has, like, a slow-mo fantasy moment of uh, watching yeah, she do. Arden do, like, the, um, the, the yard work and She's stuff. She's fucking virile 11-year-old <laughs> yard work in skin-tight jeans. It's like that old, uh, like, Diet Coke commercial. Yeah. It's like... <sighs> yeah. What the fuck even? Yeah, she's there for... And then all of a sudden, it's like, you gonna come out and say hi? And she was like, oh my god, how did you see me? I'm hiding behind this tree. I, I have the witchiest hat. How did you see me? <laughs> and he's like, okay... Um, I think Papa comes over and he says to her, common people will steal your specialness. Yeah, why? What is that? I mean, I think the Whitefern family was like a rich old family. Mm. Despite being in disrepair and having the back taxes, they're still like, you know, <laughs> snoot. What they like? Um, I also wrote Gender Witch for $50. Yes. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll take um, Gender, Gender Witch, Witch for, for $50. $50. Thank you. So yeah, that's when Poppy comes like hauling her through the woods. Yeah, and he's, he's like, like you gotta, you know. we need to be here. And she was like, I was just chasing a bunny. I don't want to see where the bunny's hit, Daddy. Papa. So, so you get home another gender like witch. Seven hundred thousand year old woman, kind of like the midwife from the uh, crone. She's the crone, the crone type. Um, Apparently, it takes like the mother's wedding band, ties her to a string, and whichever way it goes, it'll predict the gender of the child. Yeah. So if it goes back and forth, it's it's uh, gonna have a, a vag. If it goes in a circle, no, back and forth is gonna have a ween. You know, it doesn't matter. Circle vag, back forth ween, circle vag, back forth. <sighs> no. Ween, circle vag. Yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, but this thing was just like apparently doing. Acrobatic tricks. Um, it was going up and down like an elevator somehow. Doing a double axle. Doing <laughs> a double axle. Um, I don't know what she was like. Oh, this baby's fucked up. They're like, this baby got no genitals. And Papa's like, get the fuck out of my house. And gives her 20 bucks. She's like, it's 50, sir. <laughs> um, so Vera says some shit. And did you note this? Yeah. I don't... Would you like to read it to No! Me? You know I won't read that. So Vera said, like, oh, great, another freak. Or, another or freak in another the house, freak yeah. In the house. And says, Papa spanks Vera so hard, you can see how red her bottom becomes through her transparent white panties. Yep. Yeah. And even though everyone is upset, uh, at the dinner it is noted that Vera and Elsbeth still eat a lot. Yo, we're talking about so much. We're talking about how they, he's like, oh, you can just put, you can put it down and shove it all in there. I'm like, 
Why are they talking about her? <laughs> you know? They also remark about how like thin and yeah, like, like, like bony she is. Elizabeth is like very sharp, sharp boned. Like I don't let her eat. Let anyone eat. It was just weird because you know with Clara Sue they were like, oh man, shoving it, shoving it in her fucking pudding face. <laughs> And then when Lillian's mother, after they lost uh, Eugenia, she was like, oh, she got like a face got all doughy because bonbons and brandy. Yep, everyone. But I don't know what this is all about. It's just like, ah, these many food-eating skinny bitches. I don't... (laughs) They talk about it so much. They don't need that. They they ate food. It's like not a... It was dinner time. Eat. Um, fishing turns nude. Yep, it sure does. They go, um, the fuck? Where? Oh, yeah. Because um, Vera, like, all of a sudden it was like, yeah, me and Vera went over to visit Arden and Billy. And I was like, why the fuck? Vera's, like, not telling. But then they're doing a fishing time. And they're in their bathing suits. And Audrina goes to, like, just change out just of her change. bathing suit and into her clothes. Oh, her clothes are gone. And then, like, oh, this, like, phantom hand comes and snatches up her... Oh, phantom hand. Her white bathing suit. Her virginal white bathing suit. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm surprised Papa even bought her a fucking bathing suit. Oh, fair. Mm. And then she's like, ah, fuck. And, and, ah, fuck. and Arden's like, oh, no, what the hell? He's like, don't worry, don't worry. Uh, I'll, my mom uh, will give you, like, a shirt or something. Yeah, I'll run home and get something for you from my mom. And then he's like, oh, my God, my clothes are gone, too. They are nude. And then Papa comes in and, like... I think Audrina ends up like falling nakedly into a briar patch or something, <laughs> trying to hide. And yeah, and Papa like wraps her up in his suit coat and drags her. Drags to the gra- her. And drags her to the graveyard. To the golden rain tree. It wasn't oh, even the right. graveyard. It was like she was like, oh, the first Audrina was found here dead, under defiled the golden- under this golden rain, rain tree. And he was just like, you look at that. That's why you can't go swimming. I don't know. Yeah, I actually highlighted this because he says, there must be some meaning in all of this. It's up to you to make her death meaningful. I cannot bear to live with the knowledge she may have died in vain. For what? Oh, my God. This is, and then once you know, <sighs> once you know that this whole muckety muck is because Papa can't handle the trauma. Can't handle helping her through the fucking trauma. Fair. Yeah. I was surprised, by the way, at the end when they were like, we actually took her to a psychiatrist. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> In more ways than one. Um, Ooh. Vera, uh, I said, Audrina hears Elsbeth and Vera plotting against her. Vera does a steal and they blow up against each other. And then Audrina still feels sorry for Elsbeth. I don't know about that. I don't know what the plot was. Oh, yeah, it was when she burned the shirt. With the iron. Yeah, and then, yeah. like, Elizabeth and Vera, she's like, you need to be his favorite. You need to, like, suck up to him, and you can be better than Audrina. And then they have, like, a fight, and she does a steal because she just bought... She burned Papa's silk shirt. His pink silk His shirt. His pink This is a dandy and a fop. This is a dandy and a fop. And she's like, I think I can fix it. But in reality, she just goes by to buy another $100 shirt, and it turns out she stole something of uh, Elsbeth's. And yeah. uh, at the end of it, Audrina feels sorry for Elsbeth, which mm-hmm. I found interesting. Yeah, she's got a lot of compassion, that little one. Um, randomly, Papa tells Adriana she's going to be nine the next yeah, day. Surprise, and she's like, what nine. the fuck? Everyone's been saying I'm seven. Like, she's like, when did I turn eight? And he was like, oh, you know, on your eighth birthday. Right after you turned eight, obviously. Duh. Like a year ago, yesterday, or tomorrow. And she's like, okay. Yep. And then, surprise, yeah. Papa wants a party. 
Yep, he decides that mom is too uh, depressed because, like, the pregnancy is really fucking her up. Yeah. She's super tired. She's, like, six months along and just like... He's like, you look fucking depressed. Let's have a giant fucking party. Yeah, he's like, you look gross. Get up. Get up. Uh, Which was rude. So he throws his party that she doesn't want. Mama was all things to all people. He flips shit because, like, she's charming. Like, he makes her, like, sit at the piano and entertain people. Have a drink and and entertain. Do this. And then as soon as the party's over, he's just like... Why were you flirting? And she's like, I don't think. He's like, your boobs were jiggling. You jiggled. Your nipples could be seen. That's how you piano. Jiggaliciously. It it was just really tough because you hear like, I think uh, the arguing wakes Audrina up. And when she comes out, like Vera's like peeping, sneaking through the peephole, the keyhole, peeping through the keyhole. Peeping through the keyhole. And like Audrina pushes her out of the way. Or, like, she looks in just in time to see Papa, like... Pushing. S- smack, like, That's hit right. Mom in the, in the face. And he has his belt ready to give her a whoopance. Yep, and she fucking storms in there, and she's like, you don't touch my mother! And I was like, yeah, girl. <laughs> and then he kind of, like, Ugh. he's stank of bourbon. Everyone. Everyone whiskey's getting in trouble. Stanks. Um, and then she, like, when Andrina wakes up the next day, and she's like, it's my birthday! Like... Um, she's like, where are my parents? Oh, I'll help. I'll make some bacon bacon and some coffee. And then they're like, no, your dad. You're a fucking idiot. You're an idiot. And also your dad and you your mom too much bacon on there. Went, <laughs> went to the hospital because your mom went into labor. So yeah, Lucky goes into labor and Elsbeth burns the bacon because she just immediately cranks it up way high. Cause she yeah. sucks in the kitchen. She sucks. She sucks in the kitchen. Um, so then... Then Audrina sees Dream Mama turn into a cloud. Womp womp. And then Real Mama turned into a uh, c- cadaver. Cadaver. <laughs> corpse. A corpse pile. Yeah, she, she died uh, going into labor a couple months er- early. And um, she died like right before she delivered Audrina's the, new baby sister named Sylvia. The delivery process. So Mama dies and Papa talks endlessly about what a shit he was slash is. Yeah. Yeah. Do we feel sympathy for him? No. No, because it's like, it doesn't stick at all. No, I mean... I mean, for, you, I feel sympathy for the fact that this, like, age, age child... Child of child's age. This aged child has to hear him fucking throw himself a pity party when she just lost her mom. And she's like, cool, where's my sister? And he's like, yeah. She's a preemie. He said she doesn't have finger or toenails. That's how young she was. I don't think that's a fucking thing. I feel like those developed it's like way a earlier. Soft thing. I don't know. I just remember that scene from Juno where like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like your baby already has fingernails. And then she was like in there in they in an abort aborted office and people were scratching and she's like, ah, fingernails. Yeah. Okay. But whatever. So she is a preemie. Um there's the funeral. And at the funeral, Audrina series really starts to think, I should get the photo away from Papa. Yeah. That was like her first. I was like, okay, girl. Yeah. And she was like, also, this is bullshit. Like, mama loved playing piano and, like, you I'm not going to... You jiggle. Yeah. <laughs> this is your fault. Like, you did it. Like, she snaps at him in the... A little in bit, the, yeah. In the limo. A limo? Limo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, way back. He's like, yeah, well, why didn't you fucking care about... Yeah, why didn't you care about it when she was alive? And then he was like, oh, ooh, good one. <laughs> and, but then he agrees to get her piano lessons because she's like i want to do this i want to do this let me do this and uh vera is hot for teacher 
Uh, so Audrina unlocks a mommy memory in the chair. A mommery, if you will. A mommery. And she was like, Mama taught me to piano. And she's like, I'm going to do piano to honor Mama's memory. And Arden is begrudgingly kind of accepted into their lives by Papa. He, Papa has always been like, fuck that kid. Mm-hmm. Fuck that kid. Um, but <laughs> he, he does not fuck a child. Um, in case you were worried about that. Uh, yeah, for once. For, 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 for once, there's no incest in this book. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. Hmm. Um, she unlocks a mama memory, and then she's like, I'm not afraid of the chair anymore. I know that it was because Papa was there that I, I couldn't get some other memories. Um, Audrina's just slamming keys to figure out piano. <laughs> Just fucking wailing on him to try to make it happen. And he's like, oh, my God, fine. You can do a <laughs> piano lesson. Uh, Papa gets heckin' clingy after the funeral. Yeah. Because he needs a woman. But not clingy like some other dads have been, so thankful for that. He didn't make her sleep in his bed. When did Mama die? Because it, they're like, Thanksgiving and Christmas, oblique affairs, and then my lessons began midsummer. What? I don't know. Oh, she died on September 9th. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, nine, nine. On your ninth birthday of your ninth year, the nine, nines. Uh, midsummer lessons. At some point, Papa says to Audrina, there's only one of everybody. And Audrina's like, can there just be one of me? And he's like, yes, but the better one that you're not yet. So yeah, Lamar Rensdale, the piano teacher. Mm-hmm. Audrina gets lessons every day. And then uh, Vera's like, I want lessons too. And she can only go once a week. Um, She sucks. Lamar gives Audrina at one point the you're so young but so old. Did you notice that? Yeah. I just feel like he touches her face. Like all of a sudden his hand was under my chin. And I was like, no, no, no. Because I didn't remember enough to know. Like, It was like a sub. I was like, oh, um, no. I just, if you're involved in kids' lives in any kind of capacity, you don't need to touch them to make them look at you. Even adults. You're so young and so old. Um, don't do that. You know, it's not like a tenderoni moment. Sweet tenderoni pony. Don't give me the tenderoni pony. Wow. 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 Tenderoni, my pony. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so Sylvia is the name of this babby, and she is still not home after like a thousand years. Over a year it's been. They just kind of like. Kind of throw her in um, paragraphs every once in a while to be like, and then the there's also time. there's yeah. also no Sylvia still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, before I knew it, he had his fingers under my chin, was looking deep into my eyes, yeah. and then Billy Olympian wheelchair. So yeah, Arden <laughs> finally gets invited into Arden and Billy's place, and um, that's when she finds out Billy's got no legs. Billy's Arden's mom. She's Billy Jordan's mom. She's as beautiful as Elizabeth Taylor, but only sitting down in the window all the time. Yeah, she's always just looking at them out the window. Ah. And I thought about it. She was like, you can come to my house for birthday cake. Was she going to give it to her out the window? Yeah, probably. Okay. Anyways. Um, there was a... She tripped on a bobby pin. Yeah, someone left a bobby pin. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, is that... <laughs> in an ice skating rink. It fell out of someone's hair. And she tripped and cut herself. I don't know where... And had diabetes also, and it just took her legs. Yep, she lost both her legs from a tiny cut because she had the diabetes. Um, she also was like, thank God for Arden. I didn't abort him because I wanted to so bad. 
that? That's great. Great. Sure. I don't know. I just, I, she's a, Arden's a failed abortion. Um, no, he's not a failed abortion. She decided not to. Um, That's she like, was like, I had had so many abortions. I'm glad I finally kept one. True. I love that. I love the complexity of that character. Yep. And then Audrina walks in on Vera rubbing one out. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just unlock a memory yeah. for you. Yeah, you know, yeah like, from like five days ago when I had to read this shit. <laughs> so, <sighs> yeah. So yeah, Audrina comes home from our Vera's developing high, firm breasts. Like everyone. Um, and so Vera's taken to just laying on the purple chelong and reading Mama's um, old romance novels. And so she like comes in and she's reading one and then she just starts, like, starts the diddling and the fiddling. She do. Yep. And Audrina was like, gross, dude. And she's like, eh, get out of here. What do you know about yeah. anything? <laughs> Which I kind of like to. Yeah. Piss uh, off. Lamar Rensdale advocates for Audrina to go to school. Mm-hmm. And is like, I'm going to fucking call the authorities because you are not educating this child. And Audrina gets to go to school. Papa says, no pants for my daughter. Uh, pants show too much. And he's like, keep your legs together and don't look at boys. She ties on her throat ribbon. It was a part of the blouse. Okay. Still. It was a ribbon of the blouse. Still. Very Victorian. That's true. Um, then we fast forward to Bikini Vera with her high full breasts, and I wrote down 11, 15 question mark? Like, maybe? I don't know. They said she was four. I don't know. But she comes skipping home one day talking about nine inches stabbing into her. Yeah, Vera claims to have done a fuckins. Which, yep. by the way, my autocorrect, whenever I type in F you, it's like, did you want to say fuckins? Really? Yeah. I wish mine cared about me like that. Still no Sylvia. It is noted. But she's... Vera talking to Audrina, oh, yeah. who's like this... Like, I don't know, maybe they're like 11 and 14 now, I, th- I think, I think like she's that. like 15-ish. Yeah. Why, if you could see him stri- <laughs> striding to me without a stitch on, with that great gun cocked and aimed. <laughs> yeah, it's shooting off semen bullets. Oh... Uh. Um, so there we go. Um, at one point, Elspeth tries to give her a wisdoms. So there's like some tenderness between those two. Yeah, she was a lot nicer to her after her mama died. It's noted that Billy has a remarkably voluptuous bosom for a woman with no legs. Yeah. <laughs> Once you lose your legs, this shit goes. This shit goes sideways. It, it, the leg, they, it, legs end here actually. So yeah, this is weird. <laughs> what I, the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> It is apples and oranges. Oh, and then Sylvia comes home. Well, before Ooh, that, yeah. um, Audrina realizes that Aunt Elsbeth is in love with Papa. Mm. But she's kind of like ships it. She's like, oh, okay. She's like, oh, go. She's like, go, girl. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. But yeah, Sylvia comes home. Um, Sylvia is like a fetal alcohol baby. She is moronic, is what they say. See, Do you think it's FAS? Hmm. See how widely spaced Sylvia's eyes are. Papa says she's like an animal, a wild thing. I mean, I, I, I think only because Audrina mentioned like all the the cocktails Mama had had while pregnant. So I was like, fetal alcohol syndrome, oh, maybe. I don't um, know. Yeah, 
blah, blah, blah. Vera goes on about how she needs a friend and can't you be my friend, Audrina, and accompanies Audrina to the piano dressed only in, in shorts and a bra. Yeah, I guess so. At this point, like after, because um, she had the stinger in the bra, and Mr. Rensdale was like, "Stop fucking fiddling with your tits." <laughs> she's like, "Is a stinger, Mr. Rensdale?" <laughs> and he's like, "She's like, can you get it out?" And he's like, "Why doesn't your sister go help you get it out?" <laughs> but when the day Sylvia comes home, it becomes obvious that Vera is Papa's daughter. Just because of the way that she reacts and he reacts and stuff like that. And also, Audrina had a great thought of, uh, I didn't need a retarded sister to complicate the rest of my life. Welcome. Welcome to this two-and-a-half-year-old. Um, Elsbeth is like, fine, I'll watch her while you're at school. Like, bitch, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. And she, like, uses and wants a switch to use on her for no, for no reason. Wants to use a switch. Um... So Vera and Mr. Rensdale actually were fucking. Uh, yes. Um, she spills the tea about Damien really being her dad, and then she promptly miscarries. Yeah, two years of fuckings, and now Vera's pregnant. Yep. Mother, cried Vera, looking weak now and ready to faint. I've just miscarried, and you worry about the rug? The Oriental is valuable. Oh, but before that, I had I had many notes about when Audrina goes to over... Wait, is that? About the, the sickening clod... <laughs> Um, yeah, because Mr. Rensdale to leave town, Audrina gets an earful because she goes to give him, like, a gift, cufflinks that were, her mother had left to her to give to her husband, um, and then Mr. Rensdale's like, it's been a great two years of doing a fuckings, and I can't believe you told me that, or whatever, and she's like, I'm pregnant, Lamar, and he's shaking her, shaking her, as people like to do in the VC Mm -hmm. universe. Um, and she takes off her skirt while he was shaking her. Yeah. And, like, lifts up her, like, sweater to, like, just under her armpit. So she's like... <laughs> and then, um, threats with a handy. So she's, like, giving him a handy. And is like, I'm going to say you raped me. And I'm going to say you raped Adrina. Um, and then I wrote digging for the baby. Which meant she was, like, pawing through blood. Yeah, it was talking about how she was, like, screaming and running on the carpet. And then, like, <laughs> she, uh... Vera runs away after throwing her sickening clawed thump at Elsbeth. She leaves a venomous note to Papa, and she stole a bunch of All food. the valuables she could carry. All the valuables. Um, Arden is college ready and says to 14-year-old Audrina, save yourself for me. That's a healthy religion. Gives her a quick little smoocher and then off to college. Don't fuck anyone. Stay pure. Um, Elsbeth. Time is, is going pretty fast at this point. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, and then it was season, then, season, season, yeah, yeah. year, year, year. To everything Turn. large, wine colored nipples. Turn. <laughs> um, it's Elsbeth is in Papa's room in a penoir and has noticed she has large wine colored nipples. Yeah. I really was excited to see the return of the penoir. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Its absence yeah. was missed. Yeah. It was like a gauzy haze. Missing from <laughs> my memory. <laughs> uh, White Fern goes from dirt poor to diamond rich. Yep. They sure do. Because Papa's got the monies now. Um, and he's refurbishing everything. And he's like, see, these weren't the real antiques. These were reproductions. And I'm going to buy the real antiques and knock down this wall and put up this wall. And cuck it A bathroom for you and a bathroom for you. Yes. And walk-in closets for me. Um, 
Yeah, Elizabeth and Damien are fucking at this point. Like, oh yes, yes like yes, yes. Audrina heard them and she went down. And they were fighting, and then they just like. We have fast forwarded to um, Audrina's being about seventeen. Yeah, because uh, yeah, the because uh, Arden gives her an engagement ring the Christmas that she's seventeen. And then I was wondering, what the fuck is a coffee clatch? I it's a, a term. It's a like a group of like a, like when you have coffee and tea and like oh. a, a pastry okay. of some type, like a snack for gossip. Because she was talking about how Aunt Elsbeth didn't have like any bridge games, and she, she didn't have a social life. She didn't belong to any coffee clatches. I was like, what the fuck is She learns to cook Papa's gourmet meals. She, as soon, in the hour before Papa gets home, she pulls a Corinne and like bathes mm-hmm. and curls her well, hair. He, just, pulling a Corinne is like two days before he comes home, <laughs> you know. Um, they talk about how like, oh, she's got pretty clothes now because Papa chooses. We have another man who chooses like the women's clothing. Can a woman be fashionable of her own volition? Apparently not, because, nope. you know. They're fucking stupid. Um... So, I want to say that on your flap there, it talked about Audrina being raped. And I feel like it was not revealed until it was just in a sentence. Yeah. It was just like... they talked about, like... As we're getting to that point where Elsbeth... Elsbeth has been wanting to go see Vera for a while. Yeah, she got one letter uh, from her, like, on a Thanksgiving or Christmas... That's from New York. I feel like and I think she presumed, called. Yes. The, and she was like, yeah, I heard that Lamar killed himself. Like, let me just go fucking be with my kid. And she's like, you know, this house is my family's. Like, give me. She's like, when you needed it, I gave you a loan. I want it back. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he's like, here's $50,000 and a check, but you'll never leave. And then they go uh, fuck. And then they go fuck. And then she dies. Yeah, the, the next morning, she is just mysteriously dead at the bottom of the front stairs, which she apparently never used. I didn't really know that there were, like, a couple of different staircase options until this. They really talked about, like, but she would only go down the back stairs because she was always in the kitchen. According to who? Oh, no. Um, so, so, Audrina and Arden elope because... Oh, Audrina's upset by this. She was just like, this is fucked. Like, my mom's dead. My aunt's dead. I, like, can't, I can't be here with just Papa. I can't be here. Like, As a sidebar to this, um, Audrina has taken full responsibility for Sylvia. Oh, so yeah, she, she has to take. They take Sylvia on the elopement. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very wondering about Sylvia while Audrina goes to school. Just fucking wandering. Yeah. Just fucking wandering and maybe being beaten by Elsa. I think just be crouching in corners is yeah. what it sounded like. She's just like crouching in corners playing with prisms. Yes, we have neglected the prisms. Um, basically, Sylvia always is like unfocused. She can't talk. She has poor coordination. And then um, Audrina gives her like these like crystal prisms and she likes to play with the refracted light. So that... Blah, 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 blah. So... So Audrina is teaching how to talk and use the bathroom and, and all this stuff. So they, uh, uh, that wedding, uh, sure seemed romantic <sighs> as fuck, huh? She was like two sentences. She's like, we got eloped on this day. The Someone's shitty minister just singing his shitty fat wife was singing, banging out horrible tunes on this untuned organ and sang a song that nobody asked her to sing. Like, I was like, wow, this is a great time, Audrina. It was real cool. Um, my retarded sister is in the corner. Um, she yeah. And she was just like, sex killed the first Audrina. How was I to do this with Arden? And that's like the first, that's like 
the first real thing, because it's always like, I feared boys, I was taught to fear the boys, but it was never explicitly yes, said. Yes, something mysterious happened to yes. Audrey. It turned from something mysterious happened to her to... Sex killed her, sex child killed her. rape. Yep. Uh, so the child rape memories are just there. There's no, like, revelation, uh, there's no build-up. Because um, she, like, that's when, like, we're like, oh, okay, so, like, that... Like, it's clear that that's what she was seeing, like, the assault in the woods yeah, all the yeah. time was that, but for some reason it didn't, like, wasn't clear to us, dear reader, <laughs> until... Audrina does a lot in the bathroom pre-sex. Oh, my God. Full bath, full hair curler set, takes off her polish, puts on new polish, has to wait for the polish to dry, blows out her hair, pen walls it up. Does toenails. She does her toenails, too. And then she's like, shit, I'm gonna fucking barf, let me put on some different clothes, and... yeah. I don't know. Arden's like he is like. I'm just gonna kick fuck. the fucking door in. He's like, you're my not, you're my wife now. I don't understand why you would be uncomfortable in this mm-hmm. situation. I'd have to endure this night and all the nights to come if I was to escape Papa and find the physical rapport every woman was supposed to enjoy with the man she truly loved. It was a pretty. It was a pretty real, descriptive trauma response during that whole yeah. like, honeymoon. Like, also, there was, like, thunder and lightning, yeah. and, like, that that was the thing. Like, it was raining in the woods the first, the day the yeah. first Audrina got assaulted and died. Like, oh, yeah. And she's just, like, freaking out, and he's just like, yeah, all right, you want it then. Like, <sighs> yeah, I think she said she tried to, like, buck him off of her. And he was and like, like oh, yeah. yeah, buck into me. And then I felt him jabbing deep into me, mm-hmm. thick and hot yep. and slippery wet. Yep, I, hot ejaculations returned. Yep. His hot ejaculations came then. No cold ejaculations. No. It's never icy. Nary, nary a chili nary, sperm. Nary a chili sprinkle? That what you said? I said sperm, but yeah, that's where A chili it. sprinkle. A sprinkle of cum. Hope you enjoyed the baby shower. <laughs> you know, some places call them sprinkles. Some call them jimmies, depending on where you're from. Oh, sprinkles are rainbow. Jimmies are chocolate. <laughs> okay. Anyways. <laughs> Um, um, she just hates it. Who so wouldn't hate, like not? Who wouldn't after being raped as a child uh, and not dealing with the trauma? Um, yeah, I don't, so I, mean, I don't know. They go Probably back. everyone, literally. They go back and <sighs> Billy's upstairs somehow. Yeah, also like... <laughs> How the fuck she gets there? Papa's like, oh my God, I'm so happy to see you. And then he like... At first he's like, a child. Yeah, and then he like squ- pinches her ass super hard. Yeah. To he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Twice. She's like, don't do it. I never liked it. You can't do it again. He's like, alright. <laughs> he takes Arden's hand super hard to test his manhood. Yep, his manliness. So that's how you test manliness is you squoze their hand and to test a woman's hardiness, you like squish <laughs> her caboose. <laughs> you gotta juice that caboose. How do you do it again? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah, Billy has moved in. She was like, oh my God, your dad carried all my stuff over. And <laughs> He's the nicest man. After he stormed into the fucking cottage and was like, ah! screamed at me. And then we're like, oh, you're kind of a babe there, Stumpy. <laughs> What's up, voluptuous stumps? The stumptuous. The stumptuous. <laughs> What's up? You got the uh, big old titties. Uh, um... Billy's upstairs, which I found interesting because she has no legs and there's no elevator. Yeah. She screams. I know, but still, I was like, meh. Um, Billy, not. She's very independent. She is. She has a hand cart. 
I don't even really know what that means. Yeah, okay, thank you. Neither did I. Like, is it like a tool chest, like on wheels? <laughs> like, what was it? I don't understand. It's like one from Harbor Freight with all the drawers? Yeah, I don't know. Does she not have a wheelchair? Papa gets her a wheelchair and she don't like it as much as it's she likes her scooter. Yeah, she got her aunt, her like, yeah. her, it's like a, like a, when you're on Gondola? the railroad. Oh. <laughs> but no one's on the other end. So you're just going backwards or in a circle? I don't know. Anyways. So she has a hand cart that she vastly prefers, even though it's kind of janky. Um, Sylvia is not that retarded and maybe nefarious. Yeah. It I is don't. noted. It's noted, but not really explained. Like, look, sometimes she's... Sometimes her eyes focus. And she, Billy's like, hey, Audrina, like, when you're not looking, she's, like, definitely not that retarded. <laughs> yeah. And then Audrina's like, Hoo-ha! And she's like, as soon as she saw me looking, her mouth gaped open and started drooling and her eyes unfocused. It was... Like, it you was talking about her rubbery neck, too? It was, it was an interesting statement. Yeah, it was... A- just challenging descriptives in that one. I don't challenging descriptives. Yeah. Um, Vera returns and Arden is a shitty broker. Yeah, she comes back like totally planning on stealing a bunch of shit because Billy's like, "Oh my god, thanks. You can you go help do these chores?" And like before, it was noted that like Vera would do zero. Fucking oh chores. yeah, zero chores. So, so she's like, like I have broken everything. Oh no, mm, her leg is an one leg is an inch shorter than the other because yeah, so like she like broke her leg heel. so much that it, that it just didn't grow. Her game and leg. At one point, Audrina's like, "Why didn't you just have them like do the whatever therapy?" And she was like, "It would have been painful." And she was like, "And if I don't." Then I don't have to help if I'm like a little bit fucked up, <laughs> disabled. And then she's like, oh, cool. Yeah, Billy has zero legs and does way more shit than you. Yeah, um, Billy presumes Vera will be doing X, Y, and Z chores. Yeah, she's just like, of course you would. Of course you would. Um, we find out Arden definitely fucked Vera. Oh, yeah. Like, it instantly, like, he's given a look. Uh, we're supposed to believe, though, when that, they were teens, maybe? That Arden came into the house and did a fuck with Vera? I thought it was implied that at some point, because. I think on their wedding night, and she was like, am I the only one? And he's like, why would you ask that? I feel like it was implied that when they were teens, he did a fucking zombie. No, I know, but, like, they've talked about him, like, never being in the house. She would have gone to the They would have gone to the But woods. Papa said, I know what happened in this house. I don't know. Uh-huh. Anyways. Um, yeah. I'll, uh, uh, so, at one point, uh, Billy is talking to Vera, and she's like, hey. And Vera screams. She's like, I'm, I'm not accustomed to being touched by a legless woman. Fair. The fingers feel different. <laughs> if you've got no legs, then the rest of everything feels different. FYI. There's some really strangely dramatic reactions. There's a lot of dramatics about Billy having no legs. Um, Damien is a shady broker. He is. Um, before that happens, yeah, yeah. though, um, Audrina was with Sylvia in the, the playroom, old Audrina's room. Trying to like teach her some stuff and get her to say her words and shit or whatever, and then um, whatever words and shit or whatever. But uh, Vera's in there using the chair, and then Sylvia like freaked out, and then Vera tripped over Sylvia and broke her damn leg again. <laughs> but then like, fuck, she was supposed to leave after Thanksgiving. <laughs> She's gotta stay. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, Arden finds out Papa's embezzling. Yes. Because because of the secret drawers, secret compartments. Everyone's got secret compartments secret in their desks. When they return from the honeymoon elopens, um, Papa's like, uh, young man, my son-in-law now, why don't you come be a broker with me and put away your dreams of architecture man town. Which have been mentioned one time. Which have been mentioned but one time. And he's like, <laughs> well, well, gee, thanks. That's <laughs> great. Gee, gee, Mr. Artist. 
And Audrina, no, Mr. Adair? by the way, since a child has been like, if I want Papa to like me, then like I got to learn about the stock market. And she seems to pick up quite like is pretty good yeah. at it. Um, and so she's trying to help Arden study for his like broker exam. And here are the questions: Would you rather paint a picture, look at a picture, or, or sell, sell a picture? And he's like, well, obviously, paint a picture. What fucking test is this? <laughs> now, would you rather read a book, write a book, or sell a book? And he's like, well, obviously, we know. I'm just no good. Like, and so I failed it twice, anyways. <laughs> What fucking test is this? I feel like the test is like, can you do a percent? Should be. Yeah, can you got a calculator? Um, anyway, so he's working with Damien, and Damien apparently lives to like yell at him and make him feel dumb. So he'll like leave Arden in charge just so he can like make mistakes. But he found the secret drawers. He's like, I was fi- wondering why, why, why the fuck are you opening drawers, dude, in a ma- another man's desk? I was just curious about it. And he was like, why is drawers so short? This is weird. Oh my god, secret ledgers. Secret ledgers. He's doing some shady shadiness, and that's why he's got money now. Mm-hmm. Um, again, did you see again the light under Papa's door? Yeah. So Audrina's like, "Go the fuck to bed." Yes, yeah, Arden. Like, it's like confront, three in the morning. Confront Papa. Go to sleep, and then she's like, "Let me go down there." And she's like, "Why is there light under the bedroom door?" Oh my god, I hear someone. Mm-hmm. Why does she fucking care so much? To fly into a red rage, it is noted, while Papa and Billy are giving each other handos. Yeah, you know, give a little fing- fingly tinglies. Fingly tinglies. Yeah, because like, she said they were playing with each other in intimate ways. Fingly tinglies. Um. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'll like a hundred pissed, like, but then she's, she's like, like, you fucking whore! And then she's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, it was so... No! It's not, she's, like, mad for quite a bit, at least. No, because like Billy, that's... Okay, fine. So she's like, I was in <laughs> red rage, and she screamed at Billy. Like, you yeah! Like, I just chill. mean, like, like after, like, one conversation. Okay. Because Billy was like, but, like, uh, And so it was like... Billy's so like... The, it, what She explains what's essentially a relationship of convenience. So, uh, ultimately, what Audrina does not say clearly, and should have, is, like... Hey, I'm concerned for you. He uses people and he hurts people. But he's she, he's mm-hmm. just like she's like fuck you, Billy. Fuck everyone. La, 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 instead of being like, my concern is for you and yeah. your feelings, and I'm angry at my father. No, no, she was just like being super mean to Billy, and Billy's like, look, she was like, you know what? He likes a woman around to like cook for him and do house stuff, and I can do that. And I'm lonely for physical handos. <laughs> And he's so, it's basically like a relationship of convenience yes. for them. And they're just like, she's like, we're just living, man. Yeah. And Audrina's like, he'll use you and throw you away. And she's like, I guess I have to accept that risk. She's like, I kind of don't care. And then, right. and then Audrina's like, all right, girl. <laughs> like, maybe they'll get married, but maybe Sylvia killed Billy. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, which leads us to. <laughs> Audrina's like, hey, Sylvia, let's go down the riverbank. I'm like skipping along. And uh, she realized that Sylvia isn't behind her anymore. And she's like, and like freaking out. I think weather is probably coming, obviously. Uh, she's like, yeah. She ends weather. up at the golden rain tree again. Which I meant to I, Google like, what a golden rain tree was. I don't know. I just, I just think of like golden showered. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't go to, tree I did like, not go to pee town. Mm-hmm. Golden, okay. golden rain, golden shower. I just think about. It. I don't think it's a tree. Peeing. I just think about golden showers. Yeah. I just think about what are you, Ricky Martin? Does he like those? He's apparently into the water sports. Hmm. 
Good for that guy. Yeah. Whatever tugs a boat. Uh, whatever tugs your chug. <laughs> <laughs> so she's looking all around for Sylvia. She's kind of freaking out. She's like, oh my God, what happened to her? And she gets back into the house and it's like super dark because of the storm. Trips over. So she hears something falling on the stairs, but then she walks into a chair and she's like, we never put chairs where they don't belong. <laughs> It's so like that. that. Yeah. She was like, no one would ever put a chair where a chair should not go. And then she like trips over something. She's like, what the hell is this? And it's she's so like, warm and sticky. Oh, it's warm and sticky. And then she's like, oh no, it's Billy. And then Vera makes it seem like it was Sylvia, but like, I think it was me reading that at the time. I was like, it was fucking you. You fucking killed your mom. You fucking killed this bitch too. There was definitely an undercurrent of that Sylvia killed Billy for her handcart. Because she loved handcart so much. She loved cart. Um, but the thing is, it's like, Andrina's like, yeah, but she only took the cart when Billy wasn't on it because she was like freaked out because Billy didn't have legs and she, her brain don't work too good and she don't understand. Um, <laughs> Ardrina, Ardrina, Ardrina is uh, sickly for a year. Is it that long? Yeah. Wow. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then Arden and Vera become lovers while Audrina's dealing with deep depression. Yeah. And suspicions, like, her relationship with Sylvia kind of falls apart because yeah. she's like, she's just, like, like did you kill both of these? Yeah. Like, both of these? These, these women's? You killed these women's? Did you kill the women's? Yeah. Um, Arden says he's going to leave his sexless marriage to be with Vera. But then he's like, oh, let's explore. Well, I was like, is this book just about how trauma isn't as important as horny dudes? Maybe. I will say that, so Audrina was basically afraid of anyone who was sexually aggressive. Mm-hmm. So, or, or even like, well, I don't think Arden started off sexually no, aggressive. No, no, no. Or like uh, anyone initiating. Initiating. Sort of, yeah. So I guess that was, that was the old ticket there. Because she was like, oh, he wouldn't. And also part of it was that she was like, I can't initiate. That's dirty and wrong. Papa always said that women don't initiate. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Papa. Um, one of the many gifts you have He's given. Um, so basically, Arden's like, you can literally, I will not touch you. I won't breathe on you. You can touch any of my stuffs. And then they do like a wild fuckings. A huge outside fuck. She does a huge outside fuck at him. They're I mean, on the great. lawn. And she was like, under the sky and God, I can ruin my husband's dick to filth. Yeah, she'd do that. Yeah, 100%. Um, 100%. It is great. And he was just like, oh, yeah. Um, and then at one point, then she finally sees the rape. I can't remember if she went back to the chair or if she went, when the memory came. But then yeah. she's like, oh, I'm in a fucking coma. Yeah, so she goes back to see. She's like, I got to see that whole thing. And then she That's realizes right. like. That because during these rememberies, she was like, there was a another boy behind a bush who was like looking and he could have helped. He ran away. That boy was Arden. Somehow. Hmm. How? Hmm. Yeah. Still, she was like, oh, he. That's fucking weird. I guess I'm only like a year younger. I must have known my older sister. Like, oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, because I was just like, how the fuck, Audrina still not realize she Audrina. I don't remember how she got into the coma. She fell down the stairs because it was fucking Vera. Absolutely. Because she came out to like go uh, confront Arden about like, hey, Hey, what the fuck? Like maybe you should have told me anything. All of this shit. (laughs) Any one of these things. And um, she spends three weeks in a coma before she wakes up and then is like trapped in her body, which is terrifying. Are you terrified of that? I mean, I am fucking terrified of that. I don't spend much of my day thinking about it. 
It's just one of those things that like spooks me the fuck out as a thing that could happen. <laughs> Sorry, my next note just says unsanitary catheter. Ugh. Audrina is trapped in a post-coma body, hearing Arden and Vera talk about cutting off her life support and, running and moving together. in together. And Vera's always like, and he, she, Arden's like, but oh wait, and Vera's like, I'm 25, I'm old, we need to get on with this. No, she was saying she's 25, so she's young, so she wants to spend the money now. Spend the money while she's hot. Um, but Sylvia's like always kind of like lurking in the corner. She's doing a lurk. Um, yes. Jasmine Perfume makes a... I don't know. I just wrote jasmine perfume. So someone smelled of jasmine perfume. It's noted that Sylvia is constantly attacking Vera by fucking biting her and just like, ah, like a dog. That's great. They do, uh, Vera does an attempted murder. Well, she keeps, like, she's talking to Andrina at this point, too, and she, like, She's like, mentions, happy, great, last day of your life. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, oh, you must, I, do you remember when you were so tired after Billy died? It's because I was sedating your teeth. So, she like, basically, like, monologues. She gives her, like, the villain monologue. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. This poor kid got so gaslitted, and then I'm, like, I've been saying since we've been reading these books and the dates started not making sense, I was like, we are being treated like an Andrina here, like... So many in the books. We don't know what year it is. People's ages change. Like, what is that? <sighs> Anyways. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Vera, uh, <laughs> Vera leaves. Yeah, she's like, bye. When I come back, I'll find you dead. I'll be out with all my alibis from shopping in town. alibi. And then she's like, cookie, Sylvia. And, like, attaches a picture wire to the plug so that when you're dead. When Sylvia takes the cookie, she, first of all, second of all, all of all, where was the picture wire going to, like, that's pretty fucking suspicious. Was she just going to ditch it when she gets back? I don't know. It was under the bed. She so like, she put a bag of cookies under the bed. <laughs> get them, retarded girl. Get the bag of cookies. It was so bad. <laughs> If she got the cookies, Andrina's life support got unplugged. <laughs> kind of Rube Goldberg. <laughs> it's like the game Mousetrap, but at the end it pulls your life support. Um, and then, can you set up that up for me? Sure. Okay. That's how you wish to go. Yes. The game of Mousetrap. Yes. If we're well, sure that I'm not actually in listening there. to you plot about me, mm. um, <laughs> Adrina tries to mind meld with Sylvia her way out of this, and she does. They do. They've been. It was like a little nuggets tossed out that they were so close that she could think to Sylvia like, "Oh, pull your skirt down," and Sylvia would. Or like just like with an eye mm-hmm. inflection, you inflect with her eyes. Yeah, they mind meld out of it. She hides Audrina in first, first Audrina's room. Yeah, under the bed uh, because Vera's totally trying to kill her, and then, um, then like Vera comes. In, but then leaves, and it's, then Sylvia somehow pulls Audrina into the rocking chair, and that's where Papa finds her. Yes, yes, yes. And she goes to a real hospital. Yeah, but like, how, still, how the fuck does she still not know that she's Audrina at this point? Too, she's just like, oh, something this weird. This is happened. so weird. How come I didn't? If if Arden was the one in the room, and then I'm looking at the first Audrina's memories, how come I don't remember her either? It's like, dude. That. So basically, um, Papa is like, you gotta take Arden back. Um, it's okay that Arden fucked Vera because he was in a sexless marriage. That's fine. He's like, I'm actually kind of proud. Yeah. Oh, um, so then 
Of course, we come to this whole like it was you, the blah blah blah. You're the first I dream. Blah 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 blah. Well, it's um, uh, the uh, yeah, like she she somehow manages to climb up the stairs like this wickety 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 um like spiral steel metal staircase up to the cup cupola again. Cuclure, and um, Papa comes up there and finally tells her the truth. Then. And uh, he does also say that, uh, as horrible as it was, she should have known better than to take the sh- than to disobey and go through the woods. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep. 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 That's what they do say. What ha- ha- What ha- happened was is that is that Mama scrubbed down Audrina one, a la Kitty, mm-hmm. um, and imprinted upon Audrina that she would never be clean and then Audrina would freak out if she saw this is all I think well within the realm of trauma um she would she would uh freak out if she saw any man she tried to jump out windows and they took her to a psychiatrist and they were like all right she needs ECT and she took one volt and Papa knew that he couldn't let that happen. And then he was like, I erased it. I did it so good. It was, I couldn't handle losing that Audrina. And the new Audrina was better. I just, I made you virginal again. And, and da, 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 da. Yeah. And he says, love gave me the right. <sighs> love gave me the right to do that because I loved you so much. Um, at one point, she breaks away and she's like, I need to see the grave. And she goes to like, it's like, it's of course it's raining again. She digs, she like hand digs through the grave. Um, Arden and then comes and gives Arden her a shovel. Arden comes yeah. in and is like, that made you crazy. And she's like, tell me the truth. And they do a wet grave fucking. Yep. Like a hard wet grave fucking. Yep. And then he's like, all right, let me get a shovel. Yeah. And then she's like, dad, there's no one in there. And he's like, I just fucking told you that. Yes. And that's when I wrote down, love gave me the right. They kept her tranked up. Tranked up. Um, and then fine. Oh, and then all of a sudden she's like, oh, I remember Vera set it up. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. So I heard Vera saying that um, I was going to be not so pure after the end of the day. Um, and to wear this and to wear this. And... Yeah. So. Um, so she's like pissed. I, you know, hey, rightfully so. And I think. I no, was... Vera. Sorry. We're at the end now. Vera. Um denies it and Papa yeah. chases her down the stairs and she fucking breaks her neck. Right. Well, she, so, she like d- lived for like a hot minute or something. She died did. in the hospital. And her final gift, because that would have been the third suspicious death at White Fern, was to say, I fell. No, she said she, th- she told them that she threw herself down the stairs. Or whatever the fuck. No, but she did it on purpose because she's fucking crazy. And, um... And Andrea's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm not taking yeah. care of my sister anymore. I'm not get- taking no, care of my dad. My she husband actually sucks. initially says that she's going to take Sylvia. But, but Sylvia's she's like, like, this is my home. Oh, no. yeah. She's like, no. Nope. And so she, like, get, is in a car. Because we like, find out that she, like, secretly learned how to drive. Oh, yeah. Conveniently. Unbeknownst to us. Like, which we've been hearing the secrets of. She was like, I'm taking the Mercedes, Pop. I hope you don't mind. And he was like, whatever. You feel it's good. And so she's, like, in it. But like, way by me. And then she's like, oh. I couldn't put my hand in. What was wrong with my hand? Did Sylvia mind melt her? Because she was like, Sylvia, let me go. Is this some, like, did she have the shine? Is she, like, a magical... No, I think more it was... No, because she said she just, like, had a thought about, like, if something happened to Papa, they'd take Sylvia away and put her in a home, and she didn't want that. And she was like... I was, and it ended with her being like... And I went in my arm, like, encircled Arden's waist, naturally... And if we, we went off a third time, we try for a fourth. Yeah. She does say 
there was something when she's leaving and doing her big leave-ins she's like there's something wrong with this house which is a theme that happens yeah uh to come around so that's audrina that's audrina um, we are losing the light. Yeah, I know. It's, that's good, though. It's like good. stage lighting. It's like, good. Um, it is a cold winter's day here in the attic. <laughs> um, so that's Audrina. It is kind of a... I kind of feel like it was like a mini speed of light buildup to her dramatic exit. Yeah. I, that was definitely going to be a five-booker, I think. Old five-booker. Oh, good old five-booker. Like, I really think that that would have been... Because the way that it ended with, like... We'd have to st- start over again, and like if that failed, we'd do it a fourth time and a fifth time, and because mm. I feel like there would have been like older Sylvia stuff. Maybe they would have gotten like would they have had children? That's the thing. Like this is the first time our protagonist has not had a child. I mean, we haven't read White Fern, which is the sequel, which came out in 2016, which I think spoils Audrina as it being like the special standalone book. It was mm. like special, and then it was ruined. Mm-hmm. It was defiled in some fashion. If I can say that, I'm interested to see what it's about. Oh, I'm not. I'm not not interested. I'm just saying things get ruined. Um, like your your prettiest petticoat with the Irish lace, Irish embroidered shamrocks. So, who gives nine year old silk dresses? I don't know. People in the past who are rich in some time. Yeah, rich past people. <laughs> Well, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening slash watching. Um, we've got more to come. We're going to keep coming with it. Hank. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. The end. Um, <laughs> don't forget to rate and review because that's how we end up in an algorithm, I think. I want to rate an algorithm. I don't. I think that's how you get, you'll, that's how Will get suggested to others. I want to be in an so algorithm. Help if us. If you like this, give us five stars. If you didn't like us, give us five stars. Because what's it to you? Yeah, right? Like, honestly, like give us a little handout. Bye. A handout? Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to VC's Pieces Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Technical support was provided by Blue and Matt. Thank you for answering all of my stupid questions. Music is Dust in My Attic by Broke MC, used under Creative Commons license. Email us at vcspcspodcast at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments. You can also follow us on Instagram. We are at vcspcspodcast. New episodes are released every other Friday to give you time to read along. In the meantime, creep around the cupola, wonder what day it is. And for your own good, stay out of the woods. Ugh. <laughs>